Hello, this is uh, Nathan Barrera. And Jack Mitz. And uh, you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. I'm going to be your host this week. How are y'all doing? I had a pretty good week. It was my birthday a little while ago, and yeah, getting older, times times just keep going, keep Keep on, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But today on the show, I had Barrera and the Hot Springs. Uh, that's the best I said it ever with the rolling of the R's because I can't have Nathan Barrera and Jack Mitz on the show. They are two halves of the Barrera and the Hot Springs, and they were super cool. They did a little bit of a live performance, so we're going to get into some of their music that they perform live for us here in the studio, which is really cool. So stick around for that. We also have the, the interview that I did with them, and it is definitely interesting. They have a a sound that's a little different. That's probably one of my favorites, and, and some of the songs that they played here that I'm going to show you in a little bit are probably my favorite. Hazel-eyed soul sort of, sort of, we get into that, we get into that into the interview. So stay tuned. First of all, thank you so much to everybody that's listening. Thank you to everybody in the United States, everybody in Texas and those outside of the United States, Australia, England, all that good stuff. Everybody that listens. Thank you so much. We see y'all listening. We see y'all. We see y'all listening. That's a weird, that's a weird sentence. But yeah, we, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate everybody that's uh, interested in what me and my father do. And it's really cool. And if you want to stay subscribed and if you want new episodes every Monday, follow us on iTunes where you can subscribe there, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where we put it up. So you can listen to us every week, a new episode every Monday. It's going to be me uh, on for one week and then my dad for the next week. And then we alternate. So we each interview different people. And it's super cool. Different walks of life, different styles of music, all from Texas. Because that is the one thing that you have to have to be on the show. You have to have been from Texas or start off in Texas or still in Texas because we're still in San Antonio. But thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Something super cool that would help us out a whole lot if everybody listening right now went to the description of the podcast and there's going to be a link. There's going to be a very, very important link for the San Antonio Magazine that we got nominated as one of four podcasts for podcast of the year for San Antonio. And that's where we live. That's really wild. It's really cool. And there's some other cool podcasts up there. But if you like what we do, there's going to be a link. Click the link and go ahead and vote for us so we can win. Uh, best podcast in San Antonio. You can vote once per day. So I'd advise you, I'd really love you if you voted every single day up until December 30th or the last day of December, whenever that is. I think December 31st. But if you just vote one time, I will love you forever. If you vote more than once, once per day, that would be awesome and spread the word and let everybody know what we're doing. So again, there is a link in the description where you can go to San Antonio Mag 
dot com. I think you can find that there, but there's a link in the description of this podcast where we get your podcasts and go ahead and click it, vote, sign up with your email. That's it. Super easy. You don't have to have them send you anything. Just vote for us and we'll love you and it'll be awesome and we could win and we would really appreciate that. You can follow us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Texas Music Pod at Texas Music P-O-D. You should really follow the Facebook if you're not because my dad does some live shows and he he does them before the actual audio comes out and you can see their faces and sometimes they talk about some cool stuff you can interact with him on the show before all that happens before it comes up in your audio feed so definitely follow the facebook if you're not we just passed a thousand facebook likes a while back and it was super cool but you can follow us on facebook and twitter at texas music pod instagram at Texas Music Podcast. And if you want to be on the show, if you want a chance to be on the show, all you have to do is be from Texas and be pretty good or, or, you know, have one of us like you or whatever. But you can send us an email, texasmusicpodcast at gmail.com. All that stuff's going to be in the description of this podcast. Send us some music, send us some pictures of your band, send us a link to your band, whatever, and uh, we'll see if you're good and, you know, get you on the show sometime. We're always looking for new music. We're always interested in listening to new music, so why not? Go ahead and send us your stuff, and we'll listen to it, and you'll be on the show, maybe. <laughs> but let's get into this episode Barrera and the Hot Springs they had an amazing sound I really love them I really liked them before uh they were on the show I mean I I listened to they have a, a EP on Bandcamp it's gonna be in the link in the description as well down there below so you can check them out but it, they're super different it's super interesting I really like the songs that they played live for us it's just I was listening to them right now over again before I cut this intro and it's just like so good i don't know i i i really dig this vibe and it's so good uh some good sounds some good just just really chill and i i really enjoyed it if you want to hear them live they're going to be playing at faust on the 21st and on the 22nd they're going to be playing the winter makes me miss you fest over at the ventura so and they have a ton of dates go follow them all that stuff you can follow them on facebook and instagram the link and the at and all that stuff is going to be in the description of this podcast as well so go follow them they're going to be playing a lot more coming into the year and then later into 2018 they're super good so go check them out but right now we're going to get into a song, get into the interview, and then play a full song at the end. So here it is, Barrera and the Hot Springs. Good friend would tell me that, hey man, you ought to be a But relativism just means almost nothing's profane I'm holding you close but I feel so far away This bottle of gin's insufficient Drowning today. Not good lie, but I don't care much for the consequences I lost. My conscience, can't you? I've been round every corner 
I feel like weirdly enough, Mark Maron like front like frontiered a lot of this. Oh yeah, you know what I mean like he had the president on there. Yeah, so, yeah, and he still has that episode up, so you can listen to it. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, for sure, it's fantastic. But um, yeah, so 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 what I was trying, what I was saying, like there's a ton of podcasts and there's something out there for everybody, and that's sort of like music where there's something out there for for everybody, and, and there's different tastes. So what? kind of taste is is this uh barrera and hot springs what kind of i don't know vibes do y'all try and put out or 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 what are y'all doing with this group and who's in the group and who am i talking to (laughs) hi uh well i'm nathan nathan barrera and jack mitts yeah we are uh barrera and the hot springs or half of us um what i wanted to do was like try to write something that would like I could show my grandma and she would sure. enjoy, you know what I mean? Like that'd be be fun, but something that would also work at the house show, you know what I mean? I, I like I think we both come from a place where like you could like go to well it used to be the municipal municipal auditorium uh-huh. that's Tobin Center now. Right? Yeah, it's Tobin Center. Yeah, I remember seeing like the Mars Volta there and stuff, and then like like and this big auditorium. Not a big auditorium, but an auditorium, and then like having to go to a house show, you know, and it's like different experiences. But I wanted to try some, like, try something that could like we could play the same thing at the same places, and people would still like them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. But but going into like, I guess genre specific, what are you kind of going for, or or where do you think you fit, and or if you don't fit at all in anything? Uh, well, we like to call it, as far as genre goes, you know, we like to call it, uh, hazel-eyed soul. Sure. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, there's like, there's like soul music, which is like by like black people, right? Originally. Then there's brown-eyed soul, which is Mexicanos. And there's blue-eyed soul, which is like white people. We've got like a good mix of people in our, sure. in our group, you know what I mean? Hazel-eyed yeah. soul is a little comment on the changing face of America. I For thought. sure. Um, but something that would, um, like we cover Sonny Ozuna, you know, right here in the West side, uh-huh. uh, we cover Sonny Ozuna and try to write stuff like that. You know, if he came to a show, he might be, he might like, you know, try to fit mm-hmm. somewhere. I feel like I've always kind of felt like San Antonio was a place that if musically, cause a lot of people don't know about a lot of the music that happened that has happened here. Mm-hmm. Like I even asked people from the West side and they don't know like about the Royal Jesters or mm-hmm. Sonny Ozuna or little junior Jesse and the teardrops and stuff like that. Mm. But, um, I just wanted to write something that, that would fit in with that and try to like push those, push those things as well. You know sure. what I mean? And, and you said uh, you wanted something that you can show your grandmother. Have you shown her the, the songs that you play or have you played for her or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just there the other night. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really interesting because like, um, like I'll tell you a story. I guess like when I was growing up and my great grandmother, uh, she like was super passionate about what I was doing about music and, and I wanted to be in orchestra. I wanted to be in band, but she never really got it. You know what I mean? She never mm. really like could hold on to it. She like was like, Oh, that's good. Like whatever from afar, but she was like, Okay. But then like, like when I showed, that, yeah, have like, fun. Like, like I don't really get it, but if that makes you happy, whatever. But then when I, uh, started playing with Vulcan and, and she, I showed her that music and she was like, Oh, like there's something different in her eyes or something that, yeah. that changed where she was like, I get it now. Like this, this is, recognizable yeah, this is something that, that I get. And, um, I was wondering if that's the same kind of 
feeling, I guess, whenever you show it to your family or, or people that kind of know what you're talking about or don't know what you're talking about is like, do people like, are like, oh, this is like some other something else. You know what I mean? Do you, do you get that kind of yeah, I, response? I, I think we try to walk this line of like pushing things forward, but still being like recognizable, right? Like, yeah, like it definitely comes from a place of like familiarity, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I think, um, like, especially the country influence in the in the bands. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There are just certain genres, country just being one of them, that like, I don't know, has a very consistent sound. Um, you know, year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like coming from that place, but just being, you know, we can't help the fact that we're twenty somethings in twenty seventeen. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. what do y'all think about country right now and all that stuff? I haven't really talked about it. Taylor with anybody. Swift's new album. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Reputation. Yeah, no. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's like super. I think like pop is totally just you know becoming this 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 whole thing. Like there's so much in hip hop and pop or country and pop now it's just like super interesting how mm. everything's going just towards super pop everything so so yeah, I, really I clean see that with country um see see the thing that like if you know much about the history of country music as long as there's been a nashville there's been like a response to nashville mm-hmm. so like we're big fans of like merle haggard and buck owens sure. bakersfield sound yeah. that is a direct response to nashville uh, saying like, it doesn't have to be in Nashville. It can be in this little town in California where we're like pushing, you know, making, making people dance at our, our shows and then people love it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something I'm sure you can relate to in Vulcan, yeah, sure. you know, but, uh, um, uh, and then you move on a couple, a couple years later, uh, to like Waylon Jennings and, uh, Willie Nelson once he's like getting his prime. Mm-hmm. That's another, the outlaws are responses, another response to Nashville when they came to Austin and stuff yeah. like that. So I think that, uh, like, I don't know, like I, I like to go to like, like shout out to imagine books and records, mm-hmm. but I like to go there or like, uh, hog wild or whatever. And just dig through the, the, the bins, like the dollar bins, mm-hmm. Because there, there's tons of great country compilations there. Okay. So when you look at these compilations you can buy for a dollar that everyone's forgotten about, there's like people are just making songs all the time, like the craziest like pop singles that have just always existed in uh-huh. their time and place. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. So that's how I feel about it. Like there's always going to be like trash pop music as long as they're teenagers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Is it as long as there's a, a young audience? Yeah, but but like and 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 like in a sense, like genre is sort of like circumstantial in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, it's about time and place mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but I feel like great music is great music. Yeah, know? for sure. I mean, I I had uh Troy Peters in here a couple weeks ago, and he was just uh, uh kind of praising you know like some of the rappers nowadays. Like he's like, if you know good music and if you're open to good music, it's there in almost any genre. And he's like a guy that you know does a bunch of classical stuff. So I definitely mm-hmm. like. I'm a, a super advocate for people just like trying different things and figuring out what they like. And I'm totally like respectful of good music, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. It, even if I don't, you know, necessarily like it, like y'all, you, you know, your, your sort of music, I really liked it, but I don't like country, you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. so it's like just enough to where I'm like, I could play this in my car on the way to wherever, but 
you know, I respect it because it's good music, but like if it was like a little step further, I'll be like, okay, this is kind of country music. I don't personally want to listen to it, but I res- I know it's good music. Like if it's done yeah. well and if it's done by like good musicians, I'm like, I can't, yeah, I'm not I gonna mean, tell, you know, I can't say anything about I that. I don't think we're like the kind of dudes anyway that would be like, you know, staying within the country tropes, like sure. thematically, like, you know, I... Uh, my car broke down and I, my truck broke down sure. and I'm going to go get a beer mm-hmm. and all that. Like Charlotte is about the riots in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's what that tune's about. So, and, so like what, what was the choice in deciding that you wanted to speak on that or speak on things like that, that aren't normal quote unquote country tunes uh, as far as lyrics? Yeah. I, I like, I think of like Woody Guthrie, you know, you know what he got through. Yeah, like yeah. he wrote, "This land is your land, this land is my land." Um, he says that he was like not. He wrote a lot of political songs. It was in the first, like, sort of, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Protest group, sort of like the first punk protest group mm-hmm. with like Pete Seeger back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that he wasn't a writer in political time. He wasn't a political writer. He was a writer in political times. Uh, I feel like if you're looking around, man, like he can't help but like you know, see things that are going on. Specifically, my friend is a traveling comic, Reed mm-hmm. Clark, a uh, great comic, uh, was heading to, he's from North Carolina and he's going on tour and was headed straight to North Carolina while they were um, riding over the decision of like the Scott verdict. Yeah. And I just wanted my friend to be safe, man. I just like wrote that tune one night and like wanted that. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's definitely like the the climate that we're in right now this whole year of 2016 and 2017 more so 2017 and now but yeah that that's definitely like a a thing that i guess musicians or you know any creative just kind of takes what's around them what's going on and it affects you in some way or it affects somebody and you just kind of have to use your medium to do it you know what i mean and that that's like classic musician like it's weird i'm like why did you write that well it's because it's happening right now you know what i mean so it's weird for me to ask that but it's totally you for a musician to respond some way you know what i mean not a lot of people are taking that risk you know what i mean are taking the chances of of actually talking on it or doing something but uh, I think we could do it more as musicians. We can yeah. do something to, uh, and, uh, that's like there for a couple of reasons. We had the like chopped and screwed part at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one of those reasons being that like, you know, the song ends dun dun dun, and it's like, well, the work still isn't over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then that other part kicks in to say like, I don't know. First of all, it's a message from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know anything about Texas hip hop, mm-hmm. that's a chop and screw sound, thing. that's yeah, a Houston yeah. sound. Uh, try to throw it in there, so it'd be a message from Texas, but also show like you know, you know, you can like, I can write a tune and feel good about myself, but like, I the work is not as far from over. You know, for saying? sure. You you said that uh, you y'all have played around Texas, around South Texas. What are some of the places that? Uh, you've enjoyed or, or some memorable memorable places even here in San Antonio or, or where have y'all gone that you've been like yes this place uh, we played the uh, Dead Folk Festival okay and Bernie yeah and that was that was that was really fun that was really awesome well, was there just like a bunch of good vibes the the musicians were really good or, or 
the state. It was everything. Yeah, yeah, the vibes were great. I stayed there all three days. Um, and everyone like treated me super well. Mm -hmm. And the, I I just hung out with strangers all day. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was like really awesome. And then Mm -hmm. we, we played. It was like, I don't know. The sun was like setting yeah. right, right behind everyone. And nice. Yeah, it was great. And like, I mean, it was just like put together by you know, a, a few people that like I knew and then, you know, some of their friends. And yeah. I don't know, it just had like a, a very personal like vibe to it. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know, like everybody, everybody who was there, um, I don't know. It's like they knew exactly what they were coming for mm-hmm. and who they were coming for. Yeah, that's, uh, I started working with some of the guys that do so far sounds i don't know if you know about that songs from a room the Mm -hmm. the the whole thing where you just you these people sign up to go to a concert they don't know who's going to play that night but they know it's going to be good music and stuff like that so like that when i was when i was like host the night it would just be like people that were excited for music and they were just like i don't know what's going to happen but I like music and it's going to be fun. You know what I mean? So like, I love that where people come to a space expecting whatever and they yeah. just love, like they love the idea of music. So they're going to be there. So that's how it yeah, felt. People was were just like excited. Definitely there for the music. It was like in the middle of nowhere, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was straight up like on a ranch or something. Wow. Like, yeah. There, there's a lot of that stuff going on, uh, especially here in San Antonio where just friends of friends are hosting things and and just having a show or having a party and doing all that stuff right yeah Yeah. that's the way to do it just i mean i i feel like it's more about kind of having fun and uh i don't know just hanging out with your friends Mm -hmm. Uh, like as as like i don't know like cliche or (laughs) or bro is that sounds i don't know i don't know what that sounds like but like i i I don't know it's like just like an authentic like kind of environment Mm -hmm. where where I don't know, everyone's there for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely like play for our friends a lot, and, and like hope it doesn't bother them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like when Harvey was hitting, you know, Harvey was was hitting us. Uh, we were supposed to have a show that night, uh, but the bar closed down. Yeah. Uh, it was gonna be at. It was actually gonna be at a comedy club. Uh, with Reed. Yeah, with the guy Reed. Oh, nice. I was just yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, he. It was at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club, and we were gonna play there. But the bar closed because of Harvey. And yeah. so we just went to our friend's house and we just played music and hung out for a long time. You know, it's that, I don't know if we're spoiled in that way that our, our friends like enjoy us. That's good yeah. though. I mean, I think yeah. that, uh, that's what we need and that's how we grow. I think not as just as musicians, but like as people, when you have all these different, you know, outsides, I know like talking to people like every week, I, I know I, I've, I take things from everybody and that's super, uh, interesting to how, you know, seeing my timeline personally, I'm going to talk about me, whatever, but me personally seeing the timeline of me, like going and talking to all these different people and different mindsets and all that stuff is just fantastic. But having friends that really support you or have, you know, the ability to say like, I don't know if they're musicians or not, but they can be like, well, why don't you, how about you play it this way or like yeah you, you, yeah it's hard to find something? honest criticism yeah like, so but not i don't know if you've got good friends who have a good ear it then yeah it's good a valuable thing friends. to have yeah 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 i, I also like, that's the way like you brand and me are you know what i mean like uh branson's our drummer mm-hmm. and like we constantly are like sending each other like voice recordings from our phone like sure. hey i have this idea and like you know we can like work on that and like just holding up in a shed and 
you know, just writing tunes. Mm-hmm. Just and writing like, tunes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're pretty honest with each other too. Yeah. Like, we have this new tune that Nate brought to the table, and like, you know, we. Uh, like I, tr- I trust him so we like it you know we're working on it for a while but we just couldn't do it with the the full band for a while and just he kind of worked on it with me then he worked on it with branson and then we finally all got together and it was like ah mm-hmm. ah this is what was in your head all along <laughs> yeah. like all right yeah i'm, I'm on board i'll play this yeah. <laughs> this sounds good good job yeah <laughs> good job with that yeah like like how how does that is that how it usually works? Is just somebody brings something that they've been working on, or like you said, you, you do text and, and send voice stuff. But like, is that how uh, a song gets created with y'all with uh, Hot Springs guys? How, is that the main way you do it, or is there a lot of collaboration, or do y'all just you know lock yourselves in for we're going to be here for three hours and I want a new song by the end, or how how does that work? Uh, like usually one of us will have a tune. Like uh, when we first started, like I had a like good group of songs, mm-hmm. uh, that we could uh, like work on. But like I tried to like when I when it's a, like one of my tunes, bring it up to the because like I the way I think about it is like if I'm asking you to be with me, like write music with me or do collaborate, it's because like you know like you're good and I trust you. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I so, so like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like when I like, you know, Jack's playing lead, I, I don't want to like, uh, put him in a box at all. Or maybe just ask him. I, I try to like, especially and with Branson too. Like I'd rather have him like show me something instead of like, I rather than he, me telling him what to do, like him showing me what his interpretation of what I showed him was. And then we can whittle it down from there. You know what I okay, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, we really all did like, write these tunes like all mm-hmm. all of us together you know what i mean like and and how did y'all find each other or or how did y'all get together because you know not a lot of people are fortunate enough to have that sort of creativity or that i that same idea you know y'all are on the same wavelength y'all are like oh i get that i can come to these guys and they'll accept my ideas if they're good or bad or or they'll tell me, you know, if it's good or bad. So how did you find uh, this sort of group to put together here in San Antonio? Well, um, so we went to different high schools here in in SA, but we all moved up to Austin uh, around the same time. And we had mutual friends, um, two of whom just got married. Like one of my friends from my high school got married and one of his friends from his high school. Um, But, uh, we were, it was years ago, it was Branson, our drummer, Jack and me, and we were sitting on our, on our friend's porch and we were just passing the guitar around like, Hey, I have a tune. Like we barely knew each other really. And I was like, I have a tune. He had a tune. Branson had a tune. We just kept doing that. And I, like in my mind, it was like, all right, how many tunes do I got here? You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. Like, you know, but everyone just kept going. And I noticed that like, like, uh, one of the, like, the person I was with at the time was like the next day was like, you know, that was really cool. Like y'all like all seemed really different, but you know, it, you know, it was fun. And then, uh, uh, so years later I'm like, I was doing comedy for a while okay, and I went to go see, you know, filthy, uh, they're a group here in SA. Mm-hmm. They were playing at our friend's house and Jack and Branson were there and the band that were, that was supposed to open for them didn't, um, didn't show up mm-hmm. so they're like you want to do some time and i was like well i just started transitioning from like comedy to music again sure. and i had these like groups of songs and so i started just playing them and branson loved them and 
Uh, Branson and Jack loved them in like... Yeah, Branson and I just started jamming. Like, we, I moved back to SA, like, I don't know, a month before that. Mm-hmm. And we just started playing music again. We'd been, we played band or together in a band in high school, so... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just... Asked, just yeah, it was like, next the- week, let's do it. It <laughs> Friday, was like, all Friday right. Friday after five. Yeah, Friday after five, let's do it. And it was, uh, we did it, we've been doing Friday after five for like a while. And, a while. and that, that party, same people, Steve and Alex... I'm pretty sure they're the reason that we're all together. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah they, it just it just happened, and and now we're we're doing this thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, you should have sure. invited them in. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> they probably know more about us than we do. Yeah. I've seen more of our growth and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have them on uh, next show. But uh, you said you were doing comedy for a while. How how was that? How's that working out? How for was you? how was uh, that? I mean, not like that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how how was? I don't know. I mean, I know comedy, but I I I don't know like the scenes here in Texas locally. Uh, well, see, I was living in Austin, and I started listening to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. a lot of comedy podcasts yeah. and stuff. And I started doing. I just started going up to open mics in Austin, uh, and that was I I love. A lot of the people in Austin, like uh, this guy Martin Urbano, that just got on Kimmel, nice. that I used to see at open mics, and he would just destroy every night. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw him, new stuff every time. Uh, and then I moved back to San Antonio, and there's just a different climate. We'll say, sure, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's just a different climate. Uh, I just wasn't sure, and and because uh, I was talking to somebody, or I was doing another podcast, and we meant he mentioned like comedy stuff. He knows a lot of austin comics and i was like i don't know any comics or anything about the comedy scene here in texas yeah, i was like there are I many, many san antonio podcasts actually like yeah. if you want to check that out um but i still try to like you know i'm a big fan of like fair and young and uh you know just another thing that people like kind of gets forgotten about in the country like vain mm-hmm. is that those guys were like showmen all around like they were like bust silly jokes like it was sure. dry humor and yeah, like yeah uh you know we we try to do that mm-hmm. you know as well uh if you ever heard of um uh jethro homer and jethro yeah uh they are a uh like they call themselves the the everly brothers of the stone age like <laughs> a a duo and they would just bust jokes like that yeah we, i think we like throw those that kind of stuff in there it's a fun you know it's fun very cool so so what have you done uh in 2017 what What's like a, a show that kind of stuck out to you or something that y'all have done that was like super cool or, 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 you know, musically has been fulfilling for you as a musician or just like as a group? I mean, I'm, I'm super interested at what, you know, gets musicians going. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Certain we, shows for me do it, but like what, what are you? what are y'all's thing we we got that ep out we got that yeah, yeah that was the that was the 2017 yeah that was, um yeah that was, we did that during the summer mm-hmm. uh right before we did the dead folk festival very cool and um I'll, on cassette on cassette yeah yeah so what i know what it's about but like for for people that don't know why because i've heard some people like criticize or, or say like why would you do it on cassette so what you know what what was your thought process on on doing it or was there no other way for you to do it you know what i mean like um well there there were a couple reasons um first of all that the grid is gonna break in like 30 years and there's not gonna be any music left because it's all on the internet and we wanted to have like a physical copy 
I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going with it, man. I'm kidding. I was feeling it. I'm totally, I'm totally okay with that. I'm like, sure. I, I, there's some part of me you somewhere. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. So, so that if, if it does happen, you can just be like, fuck, I called it. Yeah. Fucking episode yeah. 80, whatever. Text yeah. No, it's just that you want to have a souvenir for, you know, an artifact, sure. you know, of like your music, you know, and our thought, uh, we did a lot of talking about it, a lot of thinking about it. And it's like, we could like, you know, with our budget at the time, like we could make, hey, what was your what were your words, Jack? Like we could make a, like a CD that would like look okay or like it would look less than professional. Sure. You, you, like, yeah. you, like you've seen CDs that are just like, oh, some band clearly made this themselves mm-hmm. with then, your name written. On yeah, the yeah, and like you know, I'm like all, I'm all about that. Sure. Like, but uh, with cassettes, it's like we could have that same mentality. Like you know, we just want to have complete control over everything. Mm-hmm. We want to do it cheap. Um, and you know, we could just, you know, order a hundred cassettes. I've got a tape machine. So we just dubbed him at nice. home. Um, and yeah, then just go to like the print shop and get some like J cards and yeah. Yeah. like, you know, you stack them up next to another cassette. And, uh, I mean, I guess maybe the standards are a little different. I don't know who's comparing cassettes these <laughs> days, but you know, like, you know, we're, I'm proud of how they, how they turned out. Yeah, they sound they, good. Yeah. And, Everyone's gonna listen to it digitally, anyways. Like yeah. you know, no, like no. most computers don't have a CD drive anymore. So sure, totally. like, that's obsolete. If you know, I can argue that CDs are obsolete. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, like I, I totally get it because I know I'll make. I know for me personally, my next goal is to get something on vinyl, and like, yeah. who cares? You know, like I mean, I know vinyl's coming back and all that stuff, but like. It's just like a thing, you know. Like yeah. uh, that—that's kind of my thing as well. It's just like uh, only certain people listen to vinyl, and I'll—I know personally for me to have that physical thing, and I'm like, this is me. I'm on it somehow. I'm in this. <laughs> I'm yeah, in this yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, it's for really me, that—that's something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's kind of what um, the cassette is. I mean, did y'all like grow up listening to cassettes? Because I know for me, I was like a CD guy, like super, just like. Sony uh, Walkman or whatever. Yeah, we used to in my house. We had Richard Pryor on. on oh, really? And nice. Listen to it all the time. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So your so your family's like a big big like comedy fan, I guess. Uh, Is that kind of what yeah, got it, you into it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that it was like a whenever we would have family gatherings, we'd have like a you know my at, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. I remember seeing like um, I'm trying to think, um. Martin Lawrence and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like, and that was like a family gathering. We would have, okay. yeah, just just watch that. Chris Rock and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, wow, love so, that. I'm I'm really a nerd for like a lot of like niche things. Like sure, that, you know what I mean? Like that's really I think what it comes down to. It's just like I, I like once I find like, uh, discover a, the parameters of a certain like, uh, theme or concept. Mm-hmm. I just like go into it a lot so i feel like it's country or like comedy or mm-hmm. you know uh you know putting that chopped and screwed part on there sure because yeah. like zero a lot yeah yeah so so i was gonna ask because both of y'all do a lot of other things here in san antonio and i knew you bro you're on like a lot of different kind of music from barrera and the hot springs like uh a couple different like I heard a couple different soundtrack, uh, SoundCloud tracks that you're like yeah. doing the chorus for, or, or something like that, or you you do something for it. And is that something that I don't know? Is that something that's 
in you or, or like you're just like it's just music it's all just music and that's a part of me you know what i mean like it it's all it doesn't matter the genre or did you specifically seek out this other genre um the, the country stuff uh see i love as far as my, my few my, my my two favorite genres of music are country and hip-hop mm-hmm. um unfortunately i have no authenticity to like for hip-hop you know sure. what i mean like because there's like with, with bo- there, there are similarities i feel between both of them mm-hmm. as like radical as that may seem like i feel like there there are similarities in the fact that like both so you can have features for both of them right sure. you can features in country you can't really have like it's it's a, i feel like it's a little weirder to have like a feature and like a rock song or just mm-hmm. like another singer come on from like another band sure. it's a little different yeah um because the personalities are so large and that's why that works is because in hip hop and country there's like you have these large personalities with a lot of lore mm-hmm. uh attached to them you have to be a cool guy you you can't just be any like you have to be a cool guy to to do either one you yeah. know what i mean and that's maybe why i'm failing at both but uh, <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding uh no but uh definitely for hip hop i cannot rap you know what i'm sure. saying just cuz i have no authenticity with it mm-hmm. right um but what i can do with it since i love it is uh sing for it uh-huh. you know what i mean like i i tell the guy who makes that beats for me his name is uh Hinojosa. he's mm-hmm. a, a dj here in town and um i i tell him i want to be like the sad pale mary j blige like singing, right. singing over hip-hop tunes sure. you know what i mean uh, did you like him i mean yeah yeah no i i just went digging on on what you've done and i already know some of what jack does but i was like oh this is really interesting and i didn't you know wasn't totally didn't know that was happening here you know what i mean and it's super cool that there's so much music going on that I can something goes under my radar. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cuz I'm I'm yeah. super like I'm super trying to find good stuff here in San Antonio and Texas or whatever. And then I saw like looking up your stuff is like Brera is like, "Oh, whoa, this is totally different, super cool and I really enjoyed it." Oh, um, thank you, man. but yeah, that that's that's really cool. And in the way that you compare the the hip hop and country, I do agree with that that there is this Cause you're going by Barrera. You're the, you know, that's you or whatever. And, and that's you in this band and that's you in hip hop. And you, you do have this, you know, whatever. I, I, Jules the human. That's me. That's, that's yeah, my yeah. sort of thing. So if I go into a certain genre or whatever, I'll be like, Oh, I'm Jules the human. Cause you already know all the things I've done. You know me, you know, that lore that you were talking about. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, that's really cool that, um, you're doing that and, and, it does carry over between whatever you're doing. So, um, Jack, and you play with a ton of different groups, or you're just like a guitarist that does a whole lot of stuff. I mean, not a whole lot of stuff. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, uh, with the span of of you playing guitar, you've done a whole lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been fortunate uh, to to be asked to play in Dear Vibes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got to play uh, together uh, for a while, and sure. I mean that that's that's cool. I I kind of I grew up. Um, like, you know, my first band, first, you know, one of my first shows that we played, we saw Dear Vibes afterwards. And I was nice. like, oh, that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, these are the people that have it figured out. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's crazy. Just kind of full circle. I don't know how many, like eight years later, just mm-hmm. like playing alongside Mikey. So it's cool. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, so what do you have going into, I know the, the end of the year, 
is already coming up, but what do you have planned or do you have anything planned or any ideas going into 2018? Anything you want to accomplish? Yeah. Um, well, we have, uh, first of all, a show with our buddies, the rich hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be late December, December 29th. Cool. So hopefully everyone's back for Christmas and wants mm-hmm. to come to our show at Paper Tiger. Um, but we're also early next year. I think we're actually going to go in the studio and try to make an album, man. Mm-hmm. A full one? Yeah. Because yeah. you, you were talking about the EP and that's only uh, two songs on that and we want more. So yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, the, so getting an album going, uh, at least another EP at least. You get some more music out. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. super good. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Thank you, man. We try yeah. to work hard at it and... It's very fun for us. I love it. So, yeah. I mean, I, uh, so going into, you got the show, December, new album. Is there any, like, goals that you have in sight? Like, you want to get better at this or do you want to, you know, be on so-and-so? I don't know. What Are there any goals that you've set so far that you've already crushed or... We made it a year. Soon. We made it a year together. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> that was like a, a thing. You're like, yes, yeah. we did it. I mean, we, it's like being in a relationship. Sure, you know? yeah. like uh, dating two of the weirdest guys yeah. I know. They're holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that that's something I don't think people get a whole lot of time if they're not musicians. Like that. It's a you know sometimes it's a full time job. Sometimes it's like a relationship with people because you're talking to them a whole lot. I don't know about. Uh, how much y'all talk but like even like with my co-host on the on my other podcast we talk every day and we have to like get keep this going and with uh vulcan and, and your vibes we, there's like group messages and stuff like that that you're just talking constantly so it is like either a job or relationship and um for the people that you like it's more like a relationship but yeah <laughs> yeah so y'all y'all made it a year and that's that's uh Y'all are gonna keep. We're going, going. strong. Going. Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. I'm, I'm really excited about the studio time. Like, yeah, um, we have like, you know, plenty more tunes written that we want to sure. like, you know. Where'd you record the the EP? That was done by Dro Zen uh-huh. in um, a couple different houses, bathrooms. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. I don't like, you know, I think I said this on on a podcast episode a while back, but like when I first got into it into music i uh or into the local scene quote unquote i was doing stuff with jeff palacios with uh sugar schools and all that stuff so we recorded a lot of tunes and a lot of it was done in his room in his closet and like i loved that because there was like clothes around me i had the lights off and i was just feeling it and sometimes i think back to that sort of recordings and that was more authentic than me going to a huge studio where I'm the only one in this large room. There's guys behind glass with like $20,000, $50,000 worth of equipment around. And I'm just like, I liked it better in the closet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do, you, do yeah. you get that too? Like, I, I don't know. It's just something weird well, for me. Like, like I said, all that, what you can listen to has all been done in a bathroom pretty much. Yeah. And so I don't, I haven't really had too much experience in like a, a studio sure. studio. So I'm excited for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I hope that one day I will miss being in the bathroom. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> but yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys for being on the podcast. I'm going to get y'all to play some tunes right now. So, yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, appreciate it.
That's it. That's our show. Thank you to Nathan Barrera. Thank you to Jack Mitz. They were, they did amazing. It was so much fun getting to talk to them, getting to hear their story and all that stuff. It was really awesome. Again, you can follow Barrera and the Hot Springs on Facebook and Instagram. All the links, all the links to their music as well is going to be in the description of this podcast. So just go click it, go listen to music, go get their EP. It's really good. Again, you can see them live at Faust on the 21st the, and the Winter Makes Me Miss You Fest over at the Ventura on the 22nd and a ton of other dates they are playing around town here in san antonio so go check them out don't forget there is a very special link for san antonio magazine to vote for us as the best podcast in san antonio you can do that just by clicking the link in the description it's gonna be right down there and vote for the texas music spotlight if you really like us you can vote once per day tell your friends to vote tell your mom to vote tell other musicians to vote because i think we're the only music podcast out there that's on the top four for best podcast so go vote for us go help us out help your fellow musician and music lover and all that good stuff help us out that would be really awesome if you you can vote once per day up until december 31st 2017 Go follow all our social media at Texas Music Pod, at Texas Music P-O-D on Facebook and Twitter, Texas Music Podcast on Instagram. Go ahead and send us more of your music if you want to be on the show, TexasMusicPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to know what I'm doing or what I'm up to, at Jules the Human, at J-U-L-E-S the Human and JulesTheHuman.com, pretty much all my podcast stuff, all my vlogs and all that on pretty much every social media is Jules the Human. So go follow me if you like me. Or if you want to tell me how much I suck, you can do that too. I'm totally, I'm all ears for that. <laughs> Brer and the Hot Springs had a great time with them. We're going to leave off with a song, a full song that they did live in the studio. It's fantastic. They sounded so good here. And yeah, let's, let's go. I've been Jules the Human. Thanks and have a good night.
know And until my life is replaced By a line between two days Don't you call my learning to the podcast and visit our website texasmusicspotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Yeah.